Consider the following and some of the results you will hardly believe. Running a small business isn't for the weak. Learn how to take your business to the next level with marketing and operation tips for a small business like yours. I'm Hillary Kay. Let's talk marketing. Hello and welcome to episode nine of Let's Talk Marketing with Hillary Kay. Today I have Molly Young, owner of Molly Papery with me. Her passion and creativity for her work is second to none, and she is truly one of the sweetest souls you'll ever meet. I hope you all fall in love with her just as much as I have. All right. Hey, everybody. Today, I have Molly Young with Molly Papery with me, and I am just so excited for you guys to meet her and for her to tell you her story. Oh my goodness. I am so honored to be here this morning with you. Um, I'm just excited to be one of your guests. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. Okay, so let's get started. Tell me a little bit about yourself outside of the business so we can kind of get to know you as a person. Who is Molly? (laughs) Oh goodness. Well, um, a little bit about me. I absolutely love traveling. I've always had a passion for design anything. Growing up, I always loved sketching and going window shopping and just doing all sorts of creative things. And so I just kind of grew up with the that just in my heart. And I'm just so excited now that I'm able to, you know, kind of nurture that side of me. Absolutely. That's awesome. How did Molly Papery really come to be? Has it always been a boutique or like walk us through like your <laughs> business timeline? Yes. <laughs> like I said, growing up, always had that kind of creative drive in me, but wasn't really sure what to do with it. When I was eight years old, all the way till senior year of high school, I was dead set on becoming a radiologist for some other reason. Oh my goodness. So different from what I do now. Yes. That was what I had always imagined myself doing and I took an art class my senior year of high school it just kind of changed things for me I was like you know what I don't think I like chemistry I don't think I want to you know do that in college uh, you know every day things like that so I just kind of decided to take a leap and I was like college is for exploration and doing things differently and so I started off as an art major and then switched to um, a dual major of international business as well. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so Very different awesome. trajectory. So from there, I then kind of started exploring in college with that art and well, didn't really find my niche necessarily within that art program. I was a lot different in my opinion from a lot of the art students because they were... Um, I guess, to put it lightly, I was the only one that liked to do things in pink and bright colors and things like that, so I just didn't really fit in with the rest of the students, so I probably would have been um, better off in an interior design program or something like that with more of a design focus instead of art, but it was good to be able to train my, my, um, I guess, talents as far Mm -hmm. as doing um, painting and drawing and things like that and kind of hone those skills in. So, um, so that was great, but I just kind of, I mean, really it was just, I just was messing around and started doodling and doing this and that, and it all kind of one day led to an Etsy shop and then that escalated. And, um, what were some of the products in your Etsy shop? Oh gosh. In the beginning, I, I, it was so random. It was anything and everything from, you know, little crafted home decor, um, to, some probably lettered projects and painted canvases, things like that. So very, you know, just amateur art, not, you know, anything that would, <laughs> I 
shop my portfolio today. But but yes, so just fun little projects that I, you know, would be excited to go to Hobby Lobby and get supplies for and do. So that was really um, all that was in my shop at the time. And it was very much, um, you know, on trend with the current um, style then. So it was, I've always, you know, loved keeping up with, with, um, current styles and all that. So very cool. So how long did you have your Etsy store before you decided, okay, I I want brick and mortar. How did that process, like that just seems like such a big jump from having a small Etsy store to, okay, I'm going to open up a, you know, large business. I'm going to have a boutique. So walk me through that process. How did that happen? Um, so originally I worked and worked and worked and I, at the time I was a teenager, so it wasn't necessarily something where I was like, immediately I want to do this. When I first started the Etsy store, um, you know, there were so many shops on it then I can only imagine how hard it is for a new shop, but I didn't even get sales really for the first probably six months. And I was actually going to close it. Um, I thought to myself, one day, I'm going to close this Etsy shop. I haven't gotten one sale off of it. You know, I've put a lot of time and effort into it and so and setting it up. So I'm just going to close it. It costs fees. And at the time of the yeah. teenager, even, you know, the small little $5, 10 fees yeah. were, you know, not something I wanted to, to pay for. Right. So, um, so I decided to close it. And then the next day, I got a sale. And so oh my it goodness. was just crazy how, for me, like the Lord had just shown me that sign. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I'll write this out. So, um, so from there, I just kept doing more sales and then I got the opportunity a couple years later. This was probably when I was 21 or 22, um, to have an office space. And it, it was actually in the current, uh, building that my storefront is in and, um, so I had that office space and rented it. It was just an amazing, wonderful deal. The lady that owned the building, I babysat for through college. And oh my so gosh, she what was, a cool story. Yes. So it was just amazing how it all worked out. So she, you know, kind of had a graphic design background and started off that way. And mm-hmm. so she understood a budding artist and all that. So she sure. was just amazing. But, um, but yeah, so that's it's, awesome. it's been great. And then from there, I worked in the office space, you know, grew my business a little bit more. And then I decided to take the plunge. Um, just honestly, it was one day I was like, okay, I'm doing this. It wasn't, you know, I had thought about it and prayed about it, but I was still very much so on the fence until I just woke up one day and I said, okay, you're doing this or you're not. And mm-hmm. now is the time to make the decision. Mm-hmm. And so you have today to make that decision. Oh my goodness. So it, I mean, great. it literally, it was, it was a big leap of faith to do this actual storefront. And there was much, um, you know, like we've gone through the, these past few minutes, there was a, a bigger backstory to it. Sure. Than just me saying, okay, yeah, I'm going to open a store. Sure. Day. So, <laughs> sure. But that's what a lot of people now have seen is sure. just, oh, well, she opened a store when she was 24. Not, you know, yeah, I had been kind of having a little sure. business or getting, gaining experience sure. since I was sure. a teenager. So. Yeah, very cool. And, and I think your age is probably something that I love most about your story. And I mean, opening up a brick and mortar store in your early 20s, I'm like, 
holy cow, <laughs> like that is like, it's just so inspiring to me. Um, but how has your age helped or hurt you as a small business owner? That's a good question. <laughs> um, gosh, age for me, it really is. It has helped me because like I said, I feel like I am in a position to where I can just in my personal life. And I know not everybody in their um, twenties is in this position, but I feel like I can take bigger risks with where I'm at in life right now with my business. Sure. I could just say, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to drop all my money into this and do this because I didn't have the repercussions of kiddos or a mortgage or things like that. Sure. So whereas, you know, yes, I could have all that, but Right now, this is my baby. Sure. (laughs) The business is my baby. So um, in that aspect, I feel like, you know, if it all failed and everything went down tomorrow, Mm -hmm. I'm still 25 now and, you know, I could restart and it'd be okay. such a good perspective. So that's what I try to tell myself. You know, there's hard days with any business. So, um, but yeah, no, it's been... And that's the thing is it's been great. So, you know, there's so many things that. Yeah. And um, your age probably helped you take the plunge, right? Yes, like, exactly. Because that was, yes. yeah. Like <laughs> you have, you know, you think you're invincible when yeah. you're in your yeah. early yeah. 20s. Like yes. I can do anything, yes. you know. And so that's awesome. What are some of the ways that you feel like maybe in the business community, like, do people treat you equally? Do, sure. you know, did you have sure. a hard time getting a small business loan if you mm-hmm. got a small, you know, mm-hmm. walk us through that process. Yes. Um, you know, that I do think that would be, I personally didn't um, take out a small business loan, but that of course it would be intimidating to yeah. me um, to do. So I'm sure that that would, um, you know, it's probably yeah. a 23, 24 year old walking into yeah. <laughs> yeah. for an SBA loan. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, that would be very intimidating, but in a ways that in the community here personally, you know, there's been so many wonderful people who have taken a chance on um, such a young girl with sure. this design dream and, and, you know, have been able to um, extend just faith that mm-hmm. I would deliver on designs and um, not be, you know, an irresponsible young kid. Yes, or exactly. Mm-hmm. Since we have that stereotype. I it's hate just, that. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, there are hardworking people out I there. I know. I know. <laughs> so, but, um, but yes. Yeah, so, I mean, and truly I had so many projects that um, before I even had the storefront, just big projects that I never would have dreamed that I would have gotten. So truthfully, so many people have, um, you know, believed in me and believed in my work along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which has been a big deal there. I have encountered absolutely some people <laughs> who have, you know, come to me and been like, Oh wait, how old are you? You're, yeah. you're doing what? Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you, you know, getting your master's or why aren't you doing this? Right. And so, you know, or why aren't you, be or doing this career instead of messing sure. around trying to grow a business. You know, sure. it's it's one of those things where there are some people who just don't have that mindset, which is sure. okay because yeah. it takes want, all kinds know, of yes. people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. perfect. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's change gears a little bit. Sure. Let's talk more about how you are marketing yourself. Yeah. Um, what have been some of the obstacles you've come across in marketing going from an online mm-hmm. shop to a brick and mortar and kind of walk us through that process? Sure. Um, so yeah, so I would say the challenges when I was online, you know, I had 
much more time <laughs> to <Sure>. do <laughs> much more time to do the fun Instagram pictures and post pictures and all the, you know, beautiful layouts and kind of really have more time to focus on the marketing. When I opened the storefront, that was since that's such a big part of me and I do that for many clients, mm-hmm. I um, you know, would want that to be my first thing, but mm-hmm. as with a storefront comes, there's 5,000 other things that have to be done. So marketing kind of gets put on that back burner. It does. And I feel like that's the way I've talked to several um, of my friends who have small businesses and it is, it's one of those things where um, it does, it gets put on the back burner because it's not something that keeps your, but you know, it doesn't keep it. It really is a tool. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I feel like marketing in a sense is a tool and it's one of those that can be used to grow your business substantially. And I think that that is one of the things that, um, that it does. It gets put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, so probably your big, biggest obstacle has been making it a priority. Yeah, exactly. And well, and it's one of those things where, you know, I'll work on everybody else's and <laughs> put mine off until the end. So yeah, <laughs> just to, to deliver for clients. So, Absolutely. Um, but I fully, and that's, what's so funny is I fully, um, think marketing is so important and have a huge marketing plan laid out. So we're actually getting ready to launch that. I oh, am just exciting. Yes. Yeah, so I just hired a girl um, and she's phasing in full time so that she can help with the store so that's that I can awesome. keep up with. Um, yes. Cause I think that's one of the things is I'm busy working with clients and custom projects and all that right. along with wearing the hats. And so marketing is hard to fit into that um, mix of things with, you know, keeping up with the storefront. So sure. she is going to take care of the storefront. And, um, yeah, so that's going to be a great help. And that is awesome. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's so key. And, you know, when you're a small business owner is figuring out, okay, when you just can't wear all the hats anymore. Yes, exactly. When you have to bring in help or, exactly. you know, and I think marketing is probably one of the first yes. things where business owners are like, I have way exactly. too much to keep and up with. And I could not and, imagine. I could not imagine not having a graphic design background or any kind of creative background. I couldn't imagine going into the world of marketing. Yeah, with, and just there, yeah, and there's a lot of. I mean, you do. You that's a great point. Like you had an edge yes. in that because you did have a background in that. But I mean, a lot of my clients that I help, yes. they are like, I just had this dream. Yes, and I don't know how to tell Which people about it. Yes. Yes. yes, yeah, that's awesome. It is. Yeah. Okay, so what is the one piece of marketing that you've done that's boosted traffic, boosted sales the most? Do you have that one thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going back from not doing this again? (laughs) Oh man, you know, um, yes, surprisingly for me, it has not been having sales. It has not been, you know, everything in the store is 25% off. It has not been that. Um, It hasn't even been really... um, promotions or anything. It's sharing my work and sharing my story. Um, and the personal posts where I share my opinions and, um, you know, it's not just here's our newest product and, you know, come to the store and get 25% off. It's not that for me, it has been sharing my story and sharing why I do have this small business and, you know, sharing why I love this product or why, um, you know, kind of the why behind everything is, yeah. is what has boosted my sales. More of that relationship-based mm-hmm. marketing yes. versus the, you know, Absolutely. flash sale or whatever. I think there's definitely a time <laughs> and a place, you know, for those. But I think so many small business exactly. owners yes. forget. And I talk about that 
all the time when I'm creating marketing plans and marketing strategies for my clients is tell me your story. And they're like, why do you need to know my story? I'm like, because that's what's going to have people like connect with you. That's what, and so I think that is so wise of you to have realized that. (laughs) And I mean, really, because it's, you know, I talk to clients who, you know, are in their forties and they don't understand that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, kudos to you for, you know, being still relatively new in the, you know, small business world and picking up on that because that's a skill that I daily have to teach, you know, I feel like you have to remind yourself too, like, okay, like I am the face of this business. This is my name. This is everything that Mm -hmm. I am. So they need to know me too. You're branding yourself. Yes. So I think that that is a big, um, big side of it to where, you know, some, some people, and that's a big leap too, if you're not comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're more of an introvert too, that, that would be a very big struggle mm-hmm. I would think as a small business owner. So, yeah, absolutely. So what is your, I guess we could kind of just really talked about this, your biggest piece of marketing advice for small business owners. Is it really telling their story that honestly, um, that would be my biggest piece of advice is to tell your story. And then, um, you know, people always, I think <laughs> I have a big part of me thinks that that's why this blogger community has grown is because people love connecting. It's such a technology driven world. And, you know, all day long we are on our phones, whether it's just checking emails or, you know, catching up on messages, mm-hmm. we do probably get on Instagram and follow our favorite people and, you know, do the daily scroll of like five minutes, however long yeah. you're allotted. But, um, I do think that, our society does love following stories and, um, you know, seeing what people are wearing, whether it's in the fashion world or if it's, um, something else, you know, sure. cooking or whatever. But sure. I think people truly love to see how other people do things and why they do things and, you know, what's new. So I think mm-hmm. I do, I would say that that is my biggest piece of advice is to tell your story and be real. I mean, yeah. I know that that's overused a lot and, the words I feel like authentic and all that is, is kind of overused, sure. but I mean, truthfully I do. That is a, a big, and I think people thing. probably ignore those words because they've come become so cliche, yes. Yes. but it's like, really like that yeah. is, I think, I mean, that is just, yeah. I mean, that would probably be my biggest, you yes. know, piece of advice to give anyone too is, you know, you have to let people in. Yeah. They're not, you know, they, you know, they can spend their money multiple places exactly, and they're going to spend it with the person that they feel most connected to. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if that, you know, if you're selling a, you know, card for $5 or if you're selling them a $150 lamp or, you know, whatever is they're not going to think of that price tag. They're going to be thinking of you because they connect with you. They connect with your personal style and your brand. So I think that is, Oh, I just love that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So being a small business owner, we have so much going on, and I think sometimes we forget that we have to take time for ourselves. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> and goodness. And so one thing that I always like to ask is kind of a wrap-up to um, the podcast is what keeps you inspired? What do you do to keep going every yes. day? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, for me, being such a visual person, I truly do get um, get inspired from 
going shopping, which that sounds so no, silly, but yeah. I love when I go, um, I love to travel. That is one thing that does keep me inspired. Um, now with having a storefront, of course, that is a little bit more of a challenge, sure. but thankfully I've got now a lovely employee who can sure. um, be here if I want to take a weekend trip. Um, mm-hmm. but even just going, you know, to Nashville or something like that, it kind of just fills, fills me back up to where sure. I'm ready to be like, oh my gosh, I'm excited. I saw this. I want to try this now within mm-hmm. my business and, um, and go that way. So I would say traveling for sure. And then truly just kind of feeling my creative side of me mm-hmm. with, with that, you know, yeah. be shopping or, or yeah. getting um, outside of your normal at, routine. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you again oh so much, gosh. Molly. I'm so I just excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. I think this has been so valuable okay. and I will, if you want to tell people how they can connect with you sure. online, yeah. um, I'll of course put it in the show notes, but if you want to just give a shout out yeah. to um, your business. Sure. And- um, so everything is under the username Molly Papery and that's M O L L I E P A P E R I E. So everything's under there. Awesome. Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, website. Um, yep. Mollypapery.com. Okay. So. Perfect. <laughs> so. All right. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'll put that in the show notes and thank you so much again, oh Molly. Gosh, it was a pleasure you. talking to you. And I, you guys, if you are ever in the Southeast Missouri area, you have to come to her shop. Oh I love gosh. coming in here. It is like, it smells amazing. So it's like there is all of these fun, like, you know, cards. I love the snail, snail mail. And she is such a proponent of snail mail. I do so too. that's that's my. Heart. I definitely have her um, loyalty card punch buying, you know, ten <laughs> yes. and all of that. So, anyways, if you're in this area, it she really this is a place you need to come. Um, so, anyways, all right, guys. Until next time, we will talk soon. So you see, a lesson to be learned: experiments never fail.